record button. Yeah, okay, it's going. friends and welcome to my channel. Today we are going to visit with one of my dear friends, Leora Mura. She's a local fusion belly dance instructor here in Austin, Texas. Leora has an Etsy store. She has her own troupe, Mayora Blue. She is a part of the troupe, The Hands of Fatima, who perform at Sherwood Forest Fair every year. And she is the president of Migrations World Dance and Music Festival right here in Austin. Migrations happens every January. It started in 2017 and is running strong as a local festival getting a little more recognition within the states. Migrations incorporates a lot of local dance culture into a more world-oriented or regional-oriented dance culture. So there are a lot of fusion or belly dance type classes, but there are also strictly Polynesian classes, Chinese dance, various forms of Indian dance, African dance, etc. Trying to incorporate as much world dance knowledge as possible and there are usually a lot of music classes to choose from as well either as a dancer or a dancer wanting to learn a musical instrument or stylization or set of rhythms or strictly for musicians so it's a way to incorporate music and art together from a worldview some dancers that have taken part in migrations include Amel Tafsuk, Ebony Qualls, Grayson Von Trapp, Kimberly Larkspur, Kenny Little, Sylvia Salamanca, Kamra, April Rose, and many more today I've asked Leora to talk to us about migrations Migrations. migrations you say how it got started who's involved what the vision for this festival is and what's in store for us in the future so without further ado here's Leora hello Leora hello I love your jewelry Thank you. I made it I've got a bat and some Afghani Indian coins and some jewelry I love your necklace. Let me see your necklace. I have one of your necklaces too. This one's really cool because it has lots of different charms on it. So I can, I'm not going to rotate it now because it gets caught in my hair. thing <laughs> for now, but I love you. You run this really cool festival in Austin called Migrations World Dance and Music Festival, Yale. Yes. Uh, I run it. I'm El Presidente, yes. I, I am I am the president. The uh, one of my dancers calls me El Capitan. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. Tell us how this festival came to be. How migrations happened. This amazing annual festival in Fort Worth, Third Coast Tribal, uh, happened. I think it was for twelve years. It was produced by Zamira. Uh, who's based out of Houston. She's been a member of Urban Gypsy. And uh, they were pr producing an annual tribal belly dance festival up in Fort Worth. And I had first heard about it when I was living in Atlanta. And I saw that Sharon Kahara and a couple other dancers were gonna be teaching there. And my dance partner and I were like, we need, we need to get out of the state. We need to see what other dancers are doing. And also Sharon Kahara. So we came to Fort Worth and checked it out. And then once I moved to Texas, this was the big festival for tribal dancers. The nomenclature, the naming of the dance form obviously is evolving right now, but at the time it was a tribal belly dance festival. If you were doing something that was not mainstream, rock sharky or Turkish, style belly dance this was the place in the south in texas to go and every time that i went i felt like it was a homecoming like a family reunion i'm very very introverted i prefer hiding 
in the corner and just kind of taking things in as they come. But I started to meet people and then I would come back and I would see the same people over and over again and just develop this relationship. And what I loved so much about Third Coast was this beautiful, warm, inclusive, loving environment. It didn't matter who you were, what background you came from, you were welcome, you were supported, and you were celebrated. And you could experiment and do weird stuff. I mean, like really weird stuff on the stage. You know, as long as it was family friendly, it was fine. We had these amazing vendors from around the country. Dancers were coming from all over the world. This was the one event I was looking forward to every year. And Zamira, Z, I'm gonna call her Z, she had gotten to the point where after 12 years, she was like, you know what? I'm ready to retire or at least retire third coast. Cause anybody who's ever produced even a small event knows it is so much work and a big multi multi-day festival is a ton, it's like a year long ton of work. She had asked around and said, you know, is anybody interested in continuing Third Coast? You'd get the contract, so you'd still be in Fort Worth and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, honestly, I was heartbroken. This is my family. This, this is the main event I go to every year, Fort Worth. <laughs> I live in Austin. I live three hours away. I don't want to plan something that happens in another city. And on top of that, I do not have a natural knack for event planning. And so like the idea of taking something like that on was just terrifying. But at the same time, it was like, I can't let this go. I can't, I can't let Texas not have this in, in some way, shape or form. At one of the rehearsals, it was when I was a member of Perennial Dance Company out of Rose Movement Studio under April Rose. And we had had a rehearsal and I, you know, I can't remember who all was there, but I just kind of blurted out this idea that I want wanted to do a festival that kind of continued on in the tradition of Third Coast. And I had a bunch of people that said, yeah, I'm interested. And I was like, okay, here we go. I remember that Perennial, I think it was both troops, Perennial and Wildfine were together and April wasn't even there. She was like out of town. And yeah, she, yeah. And she wasn't there because we totally surprised her with this. Yeah. <laughs> and so we started meeting and it took us a year and a half to plan our first event. But what we wanted to do was move beyond the idea of a belly dance festival or a tribal belly dance festival. I have a wonderful team. Uh, right now our team consists of Corey, who is our showrunner and project manager extraordinaire. Lisa, who is our operations support staff. We have Sarah, who does our social media and marketing. George coordinates our vendors. Subi coordinates our volunteers. I interact with the teachers. The planning team, you know, it's it's evolved, it's shifted. We've had members come and go over over the last four or five years. But what we all knew about ourselves is that we were some kind of fusion dancer. We studied Rock Sharky, we studied Turkish Rom, we studied ATS, now known as Fat Chance Belly Dance Style. I took Bharatanatyam classes. We had other dancers who took Bollywood classes. I took hula classes. You know, we just, we were all fusion dancers and I don't remember where it was. I want to say Donna Mejia was part of this, one of her amazing lectures. And talking about fusion and the origin of where it comes from in the tradition, I think Amel Tafsut was part of, part of that inspiration. I used to teach high school. I taught high school 
in middle school for 11 years, I taught Latin and I taught English. Context was so important to what I was teaching. I wanted my students to be able to walk away and understand why we were reading the stuff that we were reading. And so in terms of fusion style belly dance, it has been important to me my entire career in terms of teaching that my students know where the stuff we're dancing comes from, that they have the background information because it's important. There are other belly dance festivals in at least, you know, the, the tri-state area, the vicinity, that, you know, Tribal Con in Atlanta was happening at the time. Um, Bayou Belly Festival in Louisiana was happening at the time. Yahala Y'all up in Grapevine, up in the Dallas area. Austin Belly Dance Convention happening in June. The cool thing like with Austin Belly Dance is they were um, incorporating more and more styles of dance and music and it was really cool. And so it was kind of like, how do we distinguish ourselves from these other festivals? We do not want to compete with them. We want to support them. We want to go to their festivals and participate and support and advertise and sell and perform. And then we want the people that go to their festivals to come to our festival and get something different. And so we said, well, we're going to have to move beyond just belly dance. So we're looking at fusion, we're looking at context, we're looking at history, we're looking at other cultures. And we thought, okay, we need to expand to world dance because so many of us study more than one style of dance form and maybe we don't always understand all of what comes with it and so in addition to the different styles of belly dance that we wanted to offer ats fat chance style transnational fusion rock sharky turkish in addition to all that the all that all that middle eastern stuff in addition to all the middle eastern north african turkish style of dance we wanted to offer classes in areas like flamenco hula Tahitian, Tunisian. You know, we wanted to bring all of those in and we wanted teachers, this is their culture, their life, and they want they want to share it with us and we want to learn it. And so Migrations became this festival, the idea of bringing all these different styles of dance together so that we could learn about each other and experience each other's culture and music and dance and celebrate each other. And then maybe possibly fuse some of it together to express ourselves in what really resonates with us. You kind of got your, your main team from there and it's just thrived. So it's nice to have all of your people there's also a lot of music involvement in this festival too, right? Like there's usually music classes for dancers or musicians or both. Yeah, we're working really hard on expanding our musical class offerings, you know, because belly dance festivals are geared towards dancers. Usually you have a couple of, you know, um, like drum classes, tabla and dumbek. And so one of our areas that we really want to work on is bringing more musicians in as, as part of the festival. I love that that's an addition part of the education because I feel like that's something that's lacked in my education in the past so it's nice to have actual musicians or dancers that have a music background teaching. I also love that you hire a lot of local instructors, local regional dance instructors, local belly dance instructors. The first few years what we did is we really sat down and we thought about, okay, we want a range of instructors. We want a range of uh, dance forms represented. We want to draw upon our local talent. And also we want to support our local talent. Austin is a wonderful artistic city and there's such an incredible range of musicians and dancers. But at the same time, we want to reach out and we want to bring other people here. Like it blew my mind at Third Coast Festival that I could go there and there was this incredible dance duet from Japan. I'm like, Oh my God, they came all the way from Japan to go to 
a festival in Fort Worth, Texas, and they were fantastic. We want a range of instructors. We want instructors that are experts in their home culture. We have drawn on Agni Dance Company here in Austin over the last four festivals. They have an incredible range of Bollywood and classical Indian styles that they bring to our festival. Lila Pacifica from the Fort Hood Temple Clean area, and they do Tahitian and Hula Polynesian style. They taught Samoan fire knife at our festival this year. But we also wanted to highlight and support a range of dancers that maybe you're an up and coming dancer, but you have some amazing stuff that you've put together. Your, your creativity, the background you're drawing from. Mahogany from Louisiana. She does West African dance in addition to Fat Chance Belly Dance style and belly dance. And her work is incredible. We have dancers like Sylvia Salamanca who have been studying and performing dance for years, who does flamenco, fusion, ITS, performs at Renaissance festivals. Sahira from Belladonna and Urban Gypsy come regularly. We've had April Rose teach with us, Kimberly Larkspur. We were honored to have Ebony Qual headline this year. We had Marty Love last year. We've had Cami Little, Carmine Gaida, Dahlia Corella. Oh my God, Dahlia Corella. Amel Tafsut. We've been so blessed with all of our instructors. We're looking for a range of teachers that are both up and coming in their area, but they know their stuff. We're looking for established dancers who have the wisdom and the years of experience to bring to our festival. We are trying to get as huge a range as possible. The big thing that Migrations has done this year is that instead of us sitting down and brainstorming this range of dancers, we wanna see what dancers have to offer. So we've actually started issuing a call for proposals because we, we don't always know what people have to offer. We have one dancer last year that shared, uh, I think it was Cambodian style dance. It's incredible. We've had uh, Chinese classical dance. We've had Bharatanatyam, Indian classical dance before. Just to have that range of experience, range of cultures, range of styles is what Migrations is all about. Are there ways that people with limited funds can be a part of the festival as well? Absolutely. We understand what it is to worry about funds and to be able to participate and continue not only your dance education, but to meet up with your fellow dancers, your dance sisters and brothers. What we want to do is make migrations accessible to as many people as possible. We have a huge team of volunteers who are amazing. We were inspired by Elevation Dance Festival in Colorado, this kind of work study. You do some work, you do some volunteering, you help us out and we compensate you with access to the shows and, and workshops and whatnot. I cannot tell you how wonderful those people are. These are the people that once the show is done and the doors are closed and, and everybody's gone back to their rooms or the after party or whatever is happening, that they're like, what can I do to help so that we can, you know, that the whole team can get out of here soon. So there are, there are ways to get involved just because you, you see that a ticket might be beyond you. It's not. We try to run sales and discounts. If you ever get to the point where you're like, I want to go, but I don't know if I can afford it. Drop us a line, send us an email. We will find ways that we can have you help us and, and participate. We want you to be here. We want you to be a part of our community. We want to be able to provide that open, safe, warm, welcoming environment so that we can 
learn together and, and grow together. You know, with all of these cultural movements that are happening right now, I think migrations is absolutely a critical part of that evolving dialogue and the evolving culture. My goal for migrations is that it continues to grow, that we have as many people as possible come, that we run multiple days, that we can embrace more forms of world dance styles, more music, and also be able to do fusion, transnational world fusion justice, and to be able to come at it from a creative artistic, but very respectful point of view. Well, thank you so much for giving us a little information on this awesome festival. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Bye. Bye. That's it, guys. If you have any questions that were unanswered in this video regarding the Migrations Festival, please go ahead and comment below. If you like this video, please go ahead and give it a thumbs up. And if you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the channel. It really helps me out and allows me to make more videos like this. Thanks so much for joining me today, guys. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs>